0: all right man i am cutting it close tonight man i was um i was a little hesitant to do this but i'm like you know what i i have to do it i've been holding out on it i still have my little notes and outline from probably either october or november of last year when i first started the podcast so y'all know i had my heart set on this man not to mention this one of my favorite um favorite favorite movies but i say i was cutting it close because the lakers game comes on at uh nine o'clock and it's game three and we're up to zero on the tender nuggets um yeah i call them the tender nuggets i'm talking about the denver nuggets no dis- no disrespect to any uh you know um denver fans out there but it's all a lake show but yeah cutting it close man the game is at nine i was uh you know having a long facetime conversation with my daughter and i'm just like man do i even want to do i even want to like try to bang this commentary out cuz i want to i want to watch the game and da 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 but i'm just like you know what um i got to man i got to uh, and i got to show respect to uh, not only the movie itself but george c scott i had no idea until earlier today i saw it in my um on my facebook news feed shout out to slasher vision vision it's a fly-ass facebook uh, horror movie group but um i saw that today is the day george c scott passed away and we know george c scott is the star of the movie plays detective uh kinderman and he passed away on this day uh back in 1999 and he was 71 years old man he was still still pretty youthful in my opinion man but um yeah man the exorcist 3 the exorcist 3 people i have been waiting 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 and i'm i feel so mad at myself for putting this off for so long i was either waiting for this person to do the commentary or waiting for that person and that's the type of shit that can happen when i wait on people you know for this podcast shit. always end up putting it off or end up waiting a little too long that's why i like to just you know get the shit done myself but 1990 man uh it was a good year for not only horror but in my, in my opinion this this movie in general um it was written and directed by William Peter Blatty uh who was no he wasn't the writer of the original that was William Freakin but William Peter Blatty had something to do with the um you know he he actually directed the first uh Exorcist movie so what better you know what better person to come back and you know cap off the trilogy now we know there was a prequel and there's a tv show and there's a remake in the works but I'm sorry, people. Personally, I I don't want anybody coming for me. Y'all know these are just my opinions on shit. I think the original Exorcist, it's a a good film, but it's pretty overrated for me, man. I just don't see how people are just so freaked out by it. I don't know. Maybe I got to watch it in its entirety all over again. But this one is where it's at. This one is where it's at, people. And I I'm, I stand so firmly on my opinion in this movie this is in my top 5 scariest movies I have ever seen in my life it's got the most effective jump scare in horror movie history y'all can debate me on that y'all can rumble me on that I don't care that, that is <laughs> it's, it's the best jump scare in in movie history not just horror movie history in movie history period this movie is just so it's so dialogue driven and it's it's got this little implication only thing about how vicious it is because there's only like one scene of gore at the end of this movie but the rest of the movie just functions so fucking spectacular without any gore really any blood I mean you see the blood dripping and blood splatters or blood on someone's body when they find when they discover a body you see little bits of it here and there but this movie is so brilliant man it it, it, um you know I was just telling my lady shout out Mrs. H I was just telling her that it functions as a psychological crime thriller at heart man and that is something that really works in the favor of the movie and I feel like it was such a such a breath of fresh air after people got the exorcist to the heretic because i remember that shit really almost you know if it wasn't for linda blair it would be no continuity at all i just remember it being a little wild a little off the rails but this is it also works as a murder mystery film man there's a lot of confusion and i feel like this is the movie that comes full circle with the series because there are a lot of callbacks to the original movie you've got um jason miller who played damian Carris in the first movie you've got him reprising his role in it and he's he's way more sinister because you know of course he's like undead his body is possessed by the gemini killer who's played by brad dorff you get a lot of look man Ed Flanders, uh, you know, Nicole Williamson, Scott Wilson, who played Herschel in The Walking Dead. It took me years to realize he's in this. Nancy Fish, Gran L. Bush, who played fucking Bowrog in Street Fighter, Mary Jackson, Vivica Linfers. Like this, this cast is loaded, man. The acting is superb. The direction is superb. It's, It's really not enough things I could say good about this movie, so. Oh, and rest in peace, shout out to uh, Lee J. Cobb, who also, you know, he played the role of Bill Kinderman in the first Exorcist movie. I don't know what happened, why they couldn't get him back, or if he had already passed away by the time this movie came out. But um, I feel like George C. Scott is definitely a dope-ass predecessor to uh, Lee J. Cobb. I actually like his portrayal, probably because I'm biased, because this is my favorite in in the franchise. I like George C. Scott as Kinderman way more. But um, people... Without further ado, man, and I i actually, I feel like as the movie goes on, I'm not going to care that I'm cutting it close, but you know, I've been um, fanboying over this for long enough, so without further ado, and uh, if anybody is tuning in with me, y'all, of course, y'all already know y'all are the real Tudor Reviews MVPs, especially if y'all are actually watching a movie with me. It's standardized DVD, um, nothing special about it, so people, I will hit the play button in three, two, one. Whew. I'm not ready for this kind of want to turn the lights out But I kind of don't And it's not only because I just want to be able to see my notes I'm not going to lie I told y'all man This is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life Uh, Still scares the shit out of me to this day Truly scares the shit out of me Course we get Dominic Toretto driving up my goddamn street uh, Ed Flanders here who plays Joseph Dyer his his back and forth dialogue with George C. Scott is is just is amazing and then of course we get the, the shot of the staircase from the original movie. course that photo was photoshopped of george c scott and jason miller tubular bells people classic theme man classic theme for sure regardless of how i feel about the rest of the movies it's one of the greatest pieces of uh, music ever composed and i love that you know they let the tubular bells Uh, fade out and we get like this really ominous just dark music score man and you get the little growling sounds in the midst of it this one another thing about this movie i love is the um is um the the score underrated score that people I, i feel like they don't um they don't show it enough love the movie in general i feel like doesn't get enough love man But see what I'm saying, people, to imagery. Like, all you're getting are just still shots of things in the church, the pew, the door, the statue of Christ, and shit. Like, um, this movie is shot so brilliantly, man. Nope. Nah. And then the statue of Christ, the eyes opened up the eyes opened up like this mo- <sighs> like the unexplained in this movie is terrifying you know that it looked like it was a priest in the distance of this this POV shot just running across the street just the unexplained man Damn, man, this cast, I'm just like looking at the opening credits, this cast is so loaded, man, with just OG performances. Oh, it's making me dizzy. That's a hell of a lot of steps, man. Like, who who in their right mind builds a staircase like that? One damn steps. I do like the POV shot of uh, Damien Carris falling down the steps. Now, I wish I would have went back and read the the novel. Uh, it's based off a this is based off a novel called Legion, by um William Peter Blatty. I I wish I could get my hands on that. See, just imagery. They don't like you know. We see um. Detective Kinderman, like, just lifting up, you know, lifting up the body bag or the sheet, whatever it was, that's draped over that black kid that you saw in the beginning, and um, you don't see the body, you don't see any blood, you just see, like, the aftermath, the crime scene, the cops, the mother that's grieving, Driving to Philly. This is the. I think this guy is the brother from Goodfellas. The one, yes. the one that was in the wheelchair. You Ray Liotta's brother. Today, you a lot of get lost, will you? It looks just like him. Now this, for one, it just hurts to watch him fall down all those steps. But this was actually not the... You know, they recreated this for the movie. Damn, that stunt man is incredible. Like, how'd you... Like, I'm not even... If I fall down my steps in my crib, like, I'm fucked. But if I fell down those steps, I'm probably dead. But they recreated that shot for the movie. That was not the actual footage from... The ending of the first movie. Jesus loves you. Everyone else thinks you're an asshole. Are the president? Good morning, John.
1: Do we really have to have our own Olympics? Any plans today, Joe? This afternoon, I'm at the flicks. It's a wonderful light. Very nice. Seen it 37 times. That's commendable. You have a favorite picture? The fly.
0: He said the way he said the fly. I don't know who this actor is, though, playing depressed. Uh, the guy that uh, Father Dyer is talking to. Can I cannot
1: believe that you just said that. What kind of world is this? Are you an animal? Do you know what death is about? I'll tell you. It's a play about the numbing of the moral sense. I tell Ryan that we have nothing to go on in this case. You know what he says to me? Win some, lose some. You're a racist, Ryan. Did you know that? <laughs> On the entrance exam for new policemen, they asked, What are rabies and what would you do for them? Ryan said, Rabies are
0: Jewish priests and I would do anything I possibly could for them. Yeah, what an asshole. These actors are the great family family too. Now, um, I can't remember their names off top, George but. This guy who's, um, I don't know if he's like more of a, a detective, a coroner or some shit, because he's always got the info on how these people get killed, but he's a great actor. And Gran L. Bush, he plays Atkins. Um, one of the several black faces we see in this movie. But he actually, he really played Balrog in Street Fighter, and he's got the fucking... Of course, this was before Street Fighter, but in this movie, he's got that fucking, uh, you know, that Otis Williams and the Temptations uh, perm process thing going. Did he just say WAPS? See, George C. Scott was ahead of his time. He was listening to that Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. This actress that plays Bill's wife it sounds like all like every line she has in this movie is done in ADR I feel like that voice is not coming from that actress with the hair. Watch out for red shoe. So you're home now. No, better go again. Yeah, I j like it's like her every line just really sounds like it is not her her real voice. No, that's right. That's how I am when I have to wait on motherfuckers. So, all
1: right, so I'm late, so I know it.
0: So and sorry. I guess that's the upside of being a detective. He gets to flash his badge and he's like official police business and he just gets into the movie for free. I will the picture.
2: I once spent a year hearing children's confessions and I wound up a lemon drop chunky. Little weirdos keep breathing on you along with all that pot and between the
1: two of them, I've got a feeling it's probably addictive.
0: You said with all that pot. Damn, how you high and go to confession? I
1: suppose you have all sorts of rosary biz and the like.
0: I mean, it, <laughs> the church does quote unquote say come as you are, so if you just so happen to be high as fuck, and, you know, may need forgiveness. may need to confess some things.
1: My wife's mother is visiting, Father. And Tuesday night she's cooking as a carp. It's a tasty fish. I, I have nothing against it. But because it's supposedly filled with impurities, she buys it live. And for three days it's been swimming up and down in my bathtub.
0: Up. The father dire and shit, cause he just laughing at him. And Bill is just so he's so serious about it. Moving
1: its gills. Now you're standing very close to me, father, have you noticed? Yes. I haven't had a bath for three days.
0: Bruh. I can't
1: go home until the is asleep. <laughs> because I see it swimming.
0: He is dead serious. See, man, just, di- just just throw away dialogue like that. That has nothing to do with the story at all. It's just amazing. And that was a fucking cameo from Larry King over there. What a God who good Go figure. Invent something like that.
1: Plainly speaking, it's a lousy idea. It's not.
0: And you know what's crazy? I didn't even realize that he was in this movie, but yet I didn't even question why he was in the documentary. There's a documentary, if nobody has seen it, please check it out, man. I think it's like scattered in bits and pieces on YouTube, but it's called Death Be Not Proud, and it's a documentary on the making of this film. And I didn't, for some reason, didn't question why the hell Larry King was in that documentary. But there he was making a cameo in the movie. There's a lot of cameos in this movie, people. Like unexpected shit. That soon, a lot of back and forth with them, man. Oh,
1: I would love to believe that. It's that kid that got killed on the dock, isn't it? I heard it on the news. You want to talk about it? You know. A little bit. Police boys club. His name was Thomas. Thomas Kentry black boy about 12 years old killer drove an ingot into each of his eyes and cut off his head
0: look at father dyer's reaction he's like nigga what
3: okay, Father. I can get you something else
0: some more coffee but see what I mean people implication like just it's you know dialogue driven just the way they describe There's the murders in this in this movie, Christ. All done up in blackface, like a minstrel show, you know. The eyes and the mouth painted white. Yeah, so the killer is a racist piece of shit also. The boy
1: been crucified on a pair of rolling oars.
0: Jesus, man. Nancy Fish, who was in um, Dr. Giggles. I can't remember her name in Dr. Giggles, but she's the one that's, you know, walking her dog. And uh, she sees Dr. Giggles through the uh, people.
2: This need to confess so many things. If I step on Two
4: straws in the shape of a cross. I feel that I have to
2: confess it. It torments me. Try to make a good confession, and remember, Christ forgives us all of our sins. (laughs) Only little things.
0: This voice, man.
2: Seventeen of them, Father. (sighs) The first was. Come on, man. Wait, Tristan. Near Candlestick Park, I cut her throat and watched her
0: bleed. She bled a great deal. Nah, he's he's looking like he got way more than he signed up for.
2: All this bleeding.
0: My God, man. Oh my, yo, man, I'm telling you the laughing and just the way that that priest looked absolutely terrified man and why do those kids look like the kids from village of the Damned* without the glowing eyes now see you see blood spilling onto the floor but it's not like splattered you see them putting some type of body part inside of a you know, evidence bag, no blood. You, well, you see blood inside of the um. They're taking pictures inside the confession booth where the priest got killed. There's blood inside of there, but I feel like had they would have showed these murders, had they would have showed all this gore and all this violence that they imply in the movie, this movie would not work as well as it does.
2: You really
1: need prints from the inside of the sliding panel. I mean, all you're going
0: to get are the prints of the priest. Yes or no? And what's the point? I'm padding the job. Motherfucker. Now get lost. Now he's got the hand, he's got the priest's hand. Um... You know, he lifted up the sheet, grabbed the priest's hand. One of the, um, the mo the M.O.s of this Gemini killer is cutting all, you know, severing one of the fingers. I think severing one of the fingers and carving the Gemini symbol, uh, in the body. That's kind of how you know in movies you get more than what you bargain for when your killer has an M.O., uh, like a, you know, like a trademark. That's some really, that's some scary shit right there. I would say it's like Jigsaw, but Jigsaw never actually really killed anybody. all right damn it he just keep playing with this door I get get it though he's trying to figure things out it's like don't you ever run up on me like that
2: injected with a drug called succinylcholine, they use it in electroshock therapy but mm. injecting 10 milligrams for each 50 pounds of body weight causes immediate and total paralysis oh my god the kid could not move or scream while the killer was nailing and cutting him up he was conscious yes but he was fully aware how? He died from slow asphyxiation. Uh,
0: he didn't even die from, you know, from what the killer actually did to him. He died from the, he died from the drug. Like he suffocated. He said he died of slow asphyxiation. Like, god damn, man but to just to just be you know alert during something like that and you is this nothing you can do about it?
1: Well nothing's really wrong they're just doing some tests. You couldn't find the rabbit? I don't know you. You're reading women's wear daily. So what? Am I supposed to give spiritual advice on that?
0: You know something, man. What I wouldn't have given sure to see sure. George C Scott in a detective like role. <laughs> Like this one, and Donald Pleasance in the Doctor Loomis role, just on screen together. I probably, I don't even know how I would have reacted to that.
1: Everybody, is everything
4: all right in here, guys?
0: fine. I guess so. That's Ty- that was Tyra Farrell, another cameo. Uh, she was, the- I don't know if this was before or after, but she was the mom and Boys in the Hood. She was the chick who owned the hair shop in Poetic Justice. She was an Empire. Where'd the other half
1: come from? Space, your native country. Oh, stop this guy! Nice and peaceful here. isn't I do it. Idyllic. Those things look cute, the incidentally. They're quiet. Mr. Horowitz?
3: Nope.
1: This is
0: 409? 411. Never mind. Go in peace, my child. And the Schwartz be with you. That's Tracy Thorne, who plays uh, Nurse Nurse Amy Keating. And she is a part of, like I said in the beginning of the episode, um, one of the greatest jump scare, the greatest jump scare in horror movie history, or movie history, period. the National the
1: Jesuit missions. Couldn't you find one to work in? No, look, these are all last week's editions. I've read every one. If you will forgive me, I will leave
0: this. How is he really smoking a cigarette while he's in the hospital?
1: Always oh, gives me a headache. Is it something I said? Mother India is calling you, Father. Dr. KK,
0: talk to EKG, stack to ER. EKG, stack to ER. So nobody in the hospital notices that the... The Jesus statue had its head removed. He couldn't cry out for help. So the killer
1: was able to take his time. Successful calling again. In precisely the proper dosage to cause the paralysis. A fraction too little has no
2: effect. A fraction too much causes instant death. My friend has medical
4: expertise. Did we find the hypodermic at the crime scene? No syringe.
1: What about the fingerprint analysis? Most of the prints were the priests. You said most. We've got something else.
0: Well, what you got? Right Spare me the Scooby-Doo like mystery, mystery shit.
2: It's strange.
1: Nobody touches this pole but the priest. And the killer. See, he wants the panel closed so that the next person in line for confession doesn't know that Father Canavan is dead. So he puts his hand down and slides it almost shut. He has to pull his hand back out and finish the job from the outside. So the prints on the oars from the crucified boy match the prints on the panel, correct? they are one the same.
0: No, 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 no. Well, aren't they? Mm. Two different people committed these murders. You gotta love how he's a seasoned, stern detective who has... No idea what the hell he's talking about when it comes to these, you know, this new string of murders. Like I said, he's really got his work cut out for him. Which is cool, though, because it keeps his character, um, you know, it keeps him wanting to know, wanting to, you know, uncover clues and really solve the case and figure out what the hell is going on. It's my jam right there oh man this dream sequence is trippy this is this is really weird stuff Your attention, please. Your attention. The 12 i think this is like a cathedral or something that they're in everybody's dressed in white they're you know i, I guess it's supposed to be heaven but the black angel of death is there and you know everybody's got wings and sh- like it's just so strange man a band is playing there goes the priest who just you know he's got like the sewing shit on his on his neck because his head was cut off like this is just a weird sequence <laughs> And Fabio, that's a cameo from Fabio of all people. The living are dead. And that's Samuel Jackson right there. The blind guy with the cane who just said the living are deaf. I'm saying the little black boy he was talking about was in a dream. Like, this is. Like I said, man, the unexplained. Is it 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 makes this thing tick? Patrick Ewing is the Black Angel of Death. Like this is weird, man. Oh man, poor Father Dyer. You know I wonder if both of us are dreaming this. No, Bill,
4: I'm not dreaming. Jesus.
0: Then everything just. Everything just starts speeding up. See, man. Oh, God. What are you telling me? Now, is Amy Keaton the only nurse who has that red sweater on throughout the entire movie? I guess it's because they wanted to, you know, foreshadow that she was going to continue to be in the film or have one of the best scenes in an entire movie. I've just never seen anything like this in 20 years. This is a pretty tough scene because um you know, Father Dyer has been murdered and Bill is walking in there. It's, it's his room's a crime scene. It's like, yo, he just he just left his room the other day. There are jars of blood and shit written on the wall in blood. But just the way he reacts to it, like that was that was his right hand man. That was his homie. Yeah, it's hitting him. It's finally hitting him because he knew he had to, he checked both the hands to see which hand had the finger severed. Now he knows he's got to look at, you know. I just fucked his whole day up. It's hard to do, man. Um, not even just being a detective, but just looking at, I mean, I've worked in a funeral home before for God's sakes, but this shit's never, it's never easy, man. His entire blood supply I don't know part of me would think that we've got more blood in our bodies than that because how many how many jars is that I can't even really see not even with glasses on Three, four, five, six seven 21 jars well I guess that's because not every movie can be like a kill build blood, you know, spraying out of everybody, like maybe the human body only has that much blood in it. It's a wonderful life. He just looks like one of the, you know, the guy he was talking to looks like one of those ineffective cops from a Halloween movie. He looks like Haddonfield PD, like he would just get killed just so easily.
1: money discovered? It sits. By whom? You saw him at 5 a.m.? Yes,
3: that's right. He was awake. I came to give him medication.
1: How long did it take you? About a minute. And
0: then what? I came back to the desk. Even Nancy Fish is acting as creepy in this movie. See Father
3: Barry again at six
1: o'clock. that right. Yes, that's
0: right. She's super calm. I was inside the office. I was writing up reports. So, if, uh, like she just took like eight volumes. Like, yes, I know there was a murder down the hall and I am unfazed by it in every right. single way. Did you see
1: anybody else coming the room? No. I didn't. Were they in the room? No, I didn't. Did you see anybody in the hallway? Did you see anybody in the hallway?
3: Mrs. Clelia.
1: You saw Mrs. Clelia walking around?
3: No, not exactly.
1: Not exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just irked him real quick. She didn't even budge. I feel like that gets to me sometimes when people aren't, you know, when I'm like, why aren't you lively about
1: this? She's this. This clearly as a patient. Yes, she is. In neurology.
0: Dr. Randolph to examining Bay two. Dr.
3: Randolph to examining Bay two, please. Uh, uh.
0: That dude looks like Tim Robbins. (laughs) He just pulled up on her and flashed his little old nipples to her. I, you know, that kudos to the, you know, like the healthcare workers that work in, um, you know, work with. Uh, patients that have like dementia or Alzheimer's. Big shout out to them because it's. Uh, I, I honestly don't know if. If I would have had a patience for something like that. Pun intended. The patience for the patience. Mary Jackson, who plays a. Uh, Miss Clelia here. She's another creepy actress. My name is William Kindman. Yes. Yes. It's like you like he gonna see the Oracle or something.
1: What about my radio? Pardon
2: me. I said my radio. Aren't you gonna fix it? Oh, nothing ever gets fixed around here. Just a bunch of pies and anchovies.
0: Yeah, oh. I hear you. I don't ever talk to you know, I'm gonna start saying that to people, and uh, I I want to see the look on their face when they have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, like just a bunch of pies and anchovies. Lab technician to oncology. Lab technician
3: to oncology. It's right here. Do you see it? Yes,
0: yes you have the futuristic first invisible radio, radio ever. ever.
2: Radio repairman. That's a telephone I'm holding.
1: all right a
4: lot of people wouldn't know the difference either it's all right
0: i would have been thinking to myself like did this
4: you have a very kind
3: face
0: oh i would be thinking like did this woman who doesn't know if she's coming or going just make me feel like a complete idiot with an invisible telephone now rumor has it she wrote that song that she uh is humming I'm lying but um Scott Wilson R.I.P shout out to him as well uh, actually everybody that was part of this movie but Scott Wilson I, I he plays uh, Dr. Temple I never knew that this was Herschel from The Walking Dead I guess because I'm used to Herschel looking like Santa Claus and Scott Wilson, I guess, was somewhat in his prime in this movie. He looks really young, he looks really thin, he has no beard, no mustache. He was also a great actor.
2: It sends a signal out to the control booth. The theater door opens. The control booth operator visually
1: checks through the one way glass. And every day there's a new combination in like
0: to occur. Yeah, how confusing is that? Now, how did he hear that but Temple didn't? I'm telling y'all, man, unexplained. It makes this thing tick. Lieutenant, Dr. Friedland's going ballistic, sir. Ballistic? Yo, even his feet are strapped to the uh, to the floor. Like he's already he's already got a straitjacket on. You ain't going nowhere. But his feet are strapped. That's the patient you don't even want to fuck with. Now that was strange because it's Jason Miller playing Damian Carris patient X but uh, that was Brad Dorff's voice when he said I was only 21 when I died now they go back and forth with this character um, one second he'll be Jason Miller's uh, Damien Carris character and then when he starts getting all intense he transforms into Brad Dorf's character in that split second. <laughs> Yo, everybody's pissed up in there. Hell, have I what? Yes, of course I've heard of him, so what? Why are you so loud? That's
1: right, he died in the electric
0: chair. And so why are we talking about... Just a minute, Yes,
1: the Gemini's dead. We all know that.
0: That is one angry dude. He said they'll need a court warrant to get up in there. ammo. I'll remind you. Supposedly. We still look angry while he's even listening to the story. And he's like, I'm trying to get back to yelling. let hurry it up.
1: Always missing. In addition, on the victim's back, we were told the killer carved out a sign of the Zodiac. The Gemini symbol, the twins. That was 15 years ago. Go ahead, Lieutenant. Temple, why are you encouraging this? Shut your mouth! <laughs>
0: I love that moment where Bill just kind of like whimpers up and he tries to keep from crying out. The shit finally hit him, man, because I feel like he was still stewing about, um, you know, Father Dyer getting murdered. So I like that he had that as a very human moment where he just broke for a second. He had to let the shit sink in. Oh. And the sign of the Gemini the more you know. was
1: carved Not on the victim's back But on the victim's left hand palm Only Richmond Homicide knew that No one else The misinformation was fed to the press In order to weed out all the crackpots That were coming in saying everyday That they were the Gemini killer How did you kill them? Well first I cut off this finger the loony says And on their backs I made my mark Next case
0: yeah, that is something that uh, you know, and this happens in real life, man. When you get um, when you get killers that have M.O.s and trademarks and signatures and shit like that. Excuse me. You get you know you get these weirdos out there that claim that they are that person. It's like, why would you want to be immortalized that way? People are sick. One more thing. The Gemini wrote letters to. doubled his final
1: L's whatever the word, two L's as in wonderful yes. the victim's name's always starting with K like Carl, his father the famous evangelist whom he hated and wanted to shame and only wanted to kill and keep cutting and killing But uh, the priest
2: Father Dyer, Joseph Dyer Father Dyer's middle name was Kevin
1: even that could do it. it would take a lot of
2: strength? No. Not at all.
0: Very little in fact. I really hate that coroner's mullet. I'll spring activated. Open it and it closes it. I mean it's it's kind of a mullet. Not really, but it's it's oof. And we get the classic shears. Oof. It's a little
2: stiff. Jesus.
0: Needs he said it's a little stiff. Yeah, what, how about that irony? Uh, he's talking about the garden shears type of weapon. He said, yeah, it's a little stiff. When you are, in fact, surrounded by corpses. A.K.A. Stiffs. In a morgue. I see what they did there.
1: Two priests. And a crucified boy. Father Clearly some. Religious connection.
0: Now this. I'm, I'm mad I can't remember this actor's name. This was the guy. The one Bill was talking to was the priest that uh, Father Dyer was talking to in the beginning. The priest who said his favorite movie was The Fly.
1: Besides being priests, what might cannabino-
0: who's actually about to drop a gem that, you know, also ties it to the first movie. I, don't know. I see he got that glass of scotch on his desk, though. His office is fire, man. It's just, you know, like, I don't know if that's oak. That's all over the place. He's got that brown leather chair. Nice desk and all. Bookshelf. Grandfather clock. I'm, I, look, I'm very like old fashioned people. What? See? Like, a girl whimpering, someone whispering. The door just creaks open. It's it's this. It's one of the reasons why I prefer watching this with the lights on. Tell me, people. I, I I ain't no punk bitch. I ain't. But this movie, man. It just... Gives me like chills at both how good it's made and just how scary it is. Simplicity, man. Good Lord. Damn, and that that statue looks like the Joker on, on, meth or something. <laughs> T- man, why do it? Like there the is a rule. In horror, where people can, you know, they can just run up on you. What's the with these on, Good night, she looks like she was flying down the steps. way that priest is looking he's like i should not have taken that last shot to the neck he just had his hand over his face (sighs) which reminds me i'm actually i'm actually glad i did i'm doing this commentary completely sober because had i would have been you know, I, this would have been intoxic commentary, and I was fucked up. I probably would have been bugging out a little bit.
1: Who is he? It's our chaplain
2: over at the hospital. They say he performed an
1: exorcism once in the Philippines. The story is his hair turned white overnight. Is that true?
2: What's the difference? What's that got to do with this? Well, do you that?
0: Now, that priest he was talking about... um As a connection. Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, I hope I got his name right. The guy who was in Deep Blue Sea. Joe he... Man. Plays that priest, you know, whose hair turned white when he did the exorcism in Africa. He played the priest in um, the prequel, the, exorcism, *The Exorcist*, *The Exorcist: The Beginning*. I think it's called. Uh, it was directed by Renny Harlan. That movie is, uh, you know, no. I love Rennie Harlan, He's a great director, but that movie's just not good. I didn't, I didn't like that one at all.
2: Supposedly possessed. He wanted to find out if the sounds on the tape. Were a language, or just a
1: lot of gibberish. He was looking for proof the McNeil kid was speaking in a language she couldn't possibly have known. Was she? No.
4: The tape was really English in reverse, but the expert who figured that out
1: was Kendra's mother.
0: Mm. So it's all going full circle now. I actually did turn the lights out, people, so about to get a little weird up in here. Now, the moment I start hearing shit out of my, you know, outside my window, then we got a problem. I might have to cut this short if I start hearing that. And I am cutting it close because it is literally nine eleven, and I'm pretty sure the game has started. But, you know, I'm dedicated to you guys, the listeners and the lovers, man. I do this for y'all. What does that say? What we give to the poor is what we take with us when we die. Now, I wonder what was the significance behind doing a close-up shot of that. And why did this bird just die, like just literally died inside of this box in his room? Now this actor, his name is Nicole, Nicole uh, Williamson. He plays Father Mourning. But like I said, his... See, man, It's just bleed, the, the The crucifix is just bleeding out of its eye. It's just weird, man. I like the shot when they showed the blood coming from the eye. Uh, cause it made it look a lot larger than it really was, but this guy, this character, man, um, I can appreciate how they did a call back to this movie when they, you know, when the prequel focused on his character, but the movie's just all over the place, man. Hyenas, CG hyenas and, uh, people giving birth to stillborn babies with maggots on them. Uh, the, the, you know the the one thing that intrigued me about the trailer when the mo- before the movie came out was when the guy said "This is the spot the spot we're standing in is the spot where Lucifer fell at. I was like, "Holy shit, but um, that is probably my least favorite Exorcist movie. I'm pretty sure it's better than two, but this is where it's at." Oh, they found Mrs. Clay's a uh, fingerprints on the jars. Do you
1: remember coming in here and touching those jars? Why
0: did you touch them? She's looking like I don't even know what those things are. <laughs> beating on a dead dog, brother. That man in the isolation tank. You know the, the one you looked in on. Yeah. Temple is a hoarder of uh, the newspapers, which actually my grandpa used to do. But he used to keep them in the basement. When he was done with the Inquires, he would just stack them up in the basement. It's pretty weird. And I love how, uh, I like this sign for one. A psychotic is someone more neurotic than his doctor. But I like how Temple is reciting what he wants to say to, uh, to, to Bill when he comes in there to talk to him. And it's like he's just, he's just, he's just, he's an odd character. Like he's got a whole monologue prepared on paper. Yeah, we knock around here. Please Did he knock? I don't think I heard him knock. There's
1: a paper drive.
0: Right.
1: I haven't had a chance yet to meet
0: them. Damn, any of them?
2: I just keep them till I.
0: And he's a chain smoker. He he used the cigarette he was just smoking and finishing to light a whole nother one. Look, man, when I say I am proud to be six years in cigarette free, I mean that shit. I do not miss cigarettes at all. You know, if you if you smoke them, that's cool. More power to you. But if you if, if you don't, that's awesome. And if you're trying to quit, you got my support. 100 fucking percent yes
2: the police brought him in here
0: chains but it's because chain smokers are scary man they're just scary i would be thinking like if i watch somebody chain smoke i'm thinking like yo like it's it's not that bad like it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all
1: right and his condition
2: grew worse he ended up catatonic completely withdrawn but recently
0: He had to look back at the paper and remember what he was going to say. Two weeks ago,
2: he slowly started to come out of it. Every day, he got better. Just a little, but better. And then all of a sudden, he got violent, really bad news. We've been giving him electroshock therapy. And as of two weeks ago, he's been in isolation, but... The thing is,
0: Lieutenant. I wonder if he wrote dot 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 during that part.
2: He says he's the Gemini killer.
0: Is that so? And the look on Bill's face, man. I want the file on that man. Get it. Now. You heard the man.
3: To know about the man in cell
0: eleven. Everybody's pissing Bill off. He he just yells and screams at everybody. That was
1: quite some time ago. Was he dressed like a priest? Like a priest? Were there any signs of injuries, blood, lacerations?
3: That would be in the file. It is not in the file. It is not.
0: <laughs> see, moments like that, I would love to see him and Donald Pleasance play in like detective and psychiatrists. I always wonder why he had that little moment uh where he looked like he got lightheaded and lost his balance he's like yeah these, these edibles are a trip man was enough to make your head spin right there. It's a now see, he looks like Damien Karras in this moment. I need to get them fucking toenails clipped, bruh. Look how symmetrical this shot is. I love it. It's just him on one side bill on the other side like i love this shot the light shining through the two windows one one of ray of light shining on damian other light shining on bill i, I love this shot Yeah, Karen from down Fifth Street. Well, after all, it was inevitable, wasn't it? A divinity
4: shapes our ends and all that. I picked her
2: up in Richmond, and then I dropped her off at the city dump. Some of her, some of her, I kept.
0: Ugh. I'm a savior. Hopefully, you bought her a drink first.
2: Pretty dress she was wearing. Little peasant blouse, pink and white ruffles I still hear from her
0: occasionally screaming. It's gotta make uh it's gotta make Bill think though, because it's like if if he's been locked up in there all this time, how does he have the details of these murders? Shitty friend. He got that damn uh, Indominus Rex modulator installed. You know, it's funny. I mentioned that the score is underrated and how creepy and amazing it is, but the lack of score actually works in this movie too. It's just the scenes with no music at all.
2: <laughs>
0: Brad Dorf, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody said he should have gotten an award for his acting in this movie, uh, Brad Dourif. I can't say that I disagree, because he is intense in this movie. He's intense in every movie. Brad Dorf, um give the man his flowers while he can still smell them. I know a lot of people love Chucky, and like he's so much more of a character actor than Chucky. You know, one of the movies I love him in, and I feel like it wasn't enough of him uh, in it was Graveyard Shift, where he played Tucker Cleveland. Do
1: you dance? What
0: do you mean? <laughs> It's like that scene in The Hangover where you don't even know it's Alan singing at the funeral or whatever it is, and it's like he's got the voice of an angel. <laughs> I like plays, and their tears coming out of his eyes and his performance not coming down his nose and his voice sounds like slightly demonic yeah brad dorff is great man i also loved him in uh urban legend even though he's only an opening scene just him screaming to um uh, natasha gregson Wagner, just screaming to her saying someone's in a back seat always that's probably one of the scariest parts of urban legend And Brad Dorf was, I know a lot of people hate it, but it's one of my favorite entries in the franchise uh, Alien Resurrection. I forgot his name in it, but he was the one that was pretty obsessed approximately with uh, the xenomorphs. So when I have one that's cocking, I always hold it up so that I can see
2: its body. It's a little extra I throw in for no charge. I must admit it makes me chuckle every time.
0: And his voice keeps switching up.
2: Life is fun. It's a wonderful life in fact. For some.
0: And like I said, man, dialogue driven. Um It's like the perfect slow burn. Sequence in this movie.
2: Because
0: a lot of movies, you know, if you have a scene like this where somebody's just like, for the most part, listening to one's dialogue, uh, it it doesn't always work, and you can easily get bored with something like that. But Brad Dorf just he just like engulfs you into what he's saying. And the tube moves through the vein under the crease of the arm. Kenderman is getting pissed. The vein that leads directly into the heart,
2: and then you just hold up the legs and you squeeze the blood manually into the tube from
4: the arms and the legs. There's a little shaking and pounding at the end for the
2: dregs. It isn't perfect. There's a little blood left, I'm afraid. But. Regardless, the overall effect is
4: astonishing.
2: And isn't that really what counts in the end? Yes, of course. Good show biz Lieutenant the Effect And then off comes the
0: head without spilling one single drop of blood. Now I call that this dude chum- is... Lieutenant. Like, a different type of animal. (laughs) Kinderman hit him so hard, he slapped him so hard that he gave himself a bang. (laughs) Broke his nose. Damn, he slapped him so hard he broke his damn nose. His bang, his bang makes him look like an old greaser. service. Damn, he he slapped the shit. He gave him all backhand too. random, <laughs> something He slapped the shit. Oh man. Night moon. Night air. Amy. See. Good night, Amy. That's what he said. And just turned back into Damien Karras, like Shouldn't have been talking shit. Really? Yes, I think you said it again. I have
1: done. Does that mean that it's happened before?
0: Yes. Oh, good old ace bandages. I had many of them playing basketball in high school. What the? Flashbacks. She's a sweet woman, though.
1: This happens, does it? She
0: has her. She has her uh, few outburst moments in this in this movie in this movie in his role, but um. She's she's a sweet nurse. His
3: autonomic system slows to a crawl. His heartbeat, his temperature, his breathing, but his brainwave activity accelerates.
1: Accelerate.
3: Okay. Keep that on until the weekend.
1: You must kind. I'm a bitch.
0: I mean, if the shoe fits.
1: Have you ever told the man in Cell 11 what happened to Father Dyer? No, of course not. Might anyone else have told him? Why would
3: they? I don't
0: know. I don't know either. They seem like they like went to school together or something, and they just. Like they tolerated each other
3: Take it easy on that hand will. Save your servant That's just something our friend in cell 11 said one time
1: Save your servant
3: Keeps running through my mind
1: An odd expression What was odd was how it said How was that? It
3: was just his voice It was
4: different different heart
3: he sounded decent nice completely different and there was so much emotion in his voice he sounded I don't know
4: desperate and uh what else has he
1: said in his voice
3: only one other thing
1: and what was that
3: Miss? he said kill it Hmm.
0: Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. Uh. telling y'all man it is chill inducing dialogue and delivery so i said man the acting is is brilliant everybody's great in this movie even bill's wife uh who i said sounds like she is doing none of her lines herself and that they were all done in adr um she's she's good too And i love that his character he doesn't let up like he's in the library now you know he's he's looking in the in the the bible trying to figure out what savior servant means oh what does that say The the roman ritual on the front of the book he's looking up savior servant like he doesn't he doesn't let up it's almost like his character never sleeps
1: savior servant trusted
0: Chapter two, right for exorcism. Yep. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Shit's getting dark. defender of my life. My life.
1: When Jesus said to the man who was possessed, What is your name? And he answered,
0: Legion. For we are many. For we are many. Yep. Which was also a thing in. uh, I was a big gamer back in the day. It was a game called. Actually, I hope they're still making a movie for this, but Bloodshot probably fucked it up. Um, Shadow Man. The video game Shadow Man. There was. You know, everyone saying Legion for We Are Many. But when you've got a supernatural possessed serial killer running around and what is late? All right, so James Veneman. Oh, shit, people. Here we go. Here we go. This is the jump scare. This is it. This is the best jump scare and just the way that the camera is like set up down the hallway you can see down the other end of the hallway it's a long shot there's nothing really um super spectacular about it it's a simple shot and it's so goddamn masterful filmmaking man how i wish i could have um seen the audience's reaction to this back in back in 1990 this jump scare right here now like i said man uh anybody that disagrees that's cool you know we are all entitled but i do nobody can argue me down about that i will never change my mind unless a movie comes out where a jump scare is more effective than this one here and it's abrupt, like it happens, and then you don't even get anything else after that, except the aftermath Yeah, I I guess Amy Keating was the only nurse to, um, rock that sweater but, again, Keating, because, you know, she's got the K in her last name, and The Gemini killers doing that, you know, doing that K thing. I did. Nope. She just creeping around that hospital by herself. Probably not by herself, but it's like. That is not the jump scare I was talking about, by the way. Sorry. You're
2: sorry. I think you do this on purpose. What's your name? I'm going to report you. My name is Amy Keating. Good night.
0: <sighs> yeah, you ain't you ain't been scared yet, honey. now we're back to the hallway
4: shot
0: yes long shot and what's funny is it happens after this you know the one cop He, I think he gets called out in the hallway or something like that but it happens after the cop uh, leaves Again, it just goes to show that cops and horror movies aren't really useful at all. Unless you're Sheriff Meeker from Halloween 4 and 5, then you it. Right. Oh, yep. Another cop uh, just came in and called him out in the hall. He's like, come out in the hall real quick, man. I think this chick's about to get murdered. Oh, boy. And he even came back to get something. And then left back out. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yo, I'm I'm telling y'all, man, and then that quick zoom in, and you just see that fucking person just cloaked in all that white, charging after her with those garden shears we saw earlier. Jesus, man, yo. Best jump scare ever. Ever, ever, ever. And all you get is the aftermath and the... Description of what happened to her.
1: She was uh, slid
0: down the middle, uh. cut open, and all her
2: vital organs were removed. Then the killer stuffed her body with uh, other materials and sewed her back up.
0: Twisted fog.
2: Catholic
0: rosaries. And they just leave, like, every death scene that they describe, they just leave it to the imagination, man. Like, oh, God. Brilliance. Now, this was always weird to me. Did Temple kill himself or. Did uh you, get my message. you know when the Gemini killer is possessing people to commit these I'm murders kidding. and to get out of his cell. Nice girl. Um Good heart. It, Like, did he did he kill Temple? I never understood that because you just see him in there just dead, sitting in sitting at his desk dead, but you see a syringe and uh some type of something in that jar. Yes
2: this body of mine, friend of yours, there I was, so awfully dead in that electric chair. I didn't like it. Would you? It's upsetting. There was still so much killing to do, and there I was, in the void, without a body. Then along came. Well, you know, my friend, one of them, those others there, the cruel ones, the master. And he thought that my work should continue, but in this body, in this body.
0: I'm still tripping on how his feet are strapped to the floor. Let's call it revenge. A certain matter of an exorcism I think in which your friend Father
2: Karras expels certain parties from the body of a child. Certain parties were not pleased, to say the least. To say the very least. And so my friend, the master this pretty little scheme as a way of getting back, of creating a stumbling block, a scandal, a horror to the eyes of all men who seek faith, using the body of this saintly priest as an instrument
0: Look at his face, he's about to wind up
2: as he watches while I rip and cut and literally the innocent, his friends, and again, and again, and on and on. He is inside with us. He will never get away. His paid won't end.
0: Damn. Yeah, maybe he should have gotten some type of award for this performance.
4: Oh. Gracious me.
0: Safe amazing? to say, Brad Dore, if you know, I don't wanna put him in a box because he's in other movies as well, but he is one of the Please. greatest uh horror genre actors that ever lived. Hands down. Hands fucking down. Gotta get at you. It's 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 no credit you could ever take away from him even in like B movies that aren't great Yes, he's the highlight Pastor. he was kind you see he brought me to our mutual acquaintance father Karras not too well at the time I'm afraid he was uh, passing on in the dying mode as we say so As Karis
4: was about to slip out of his body, is this true? The master was slipping me in. Oh, now, there was some confusion when the medic said that Karis was dead. I mean, he was dead, technically speaking. I mean, his time was up. He wanted out.
2: But I was in.
0: It's pretty crazy. I mean after all, his brain was jelly. Lack of oxygen and all that sort of thing. You understand? That's crazy, so took, Father Karas was dying and
2: maximum effort that at last got me out of that shit little coffin. Oh, poverty disgusting. Never mind.
0: slapstick and comic relief. You know, outside of the jump scare um these are these are some of the best scenes in the entire movie. You know the the scenes inside of this cell with with George C. Scott and Brad Dorf. And not to take away from the late great George C. Scott, but Brad Dorf this is where he shines.
2: so many lost it's not enough you see to be a spirit there's no magic in this artificial box that you call a world we cannot touch except through bodies you understand we must operate through neurologic systems, brains that function and your friends was nearly past resurrection resurrection it was quite an effort to generate his tiny little brain cells.
0: It if I'm Kinderman, 15 years. if I'm Kinderman, I, I you know, I want to know because I want to uncover clues and I want him to dry snitch on himself about how he's pulling this shit off. But they would have, they would have had to haul me out of there because I would have been teed off on him. Like straight jacket and all, like I don't give a fuck if you can't g if you can't, you know, move around. down You gonna get these hands.
1: I don't believe you killer. Oh, you are issuing a clear
0: invitation to the dance. yeah, you just pissed them off. And he keeps dropping little gems, man. Incidentally, don't blame me for that idiot. Temple, that was a suicide. The man was a lunatic. Oh, okay. So he killed himself. Still,
2: he helped me. Are there services I would like to attend? Temple helped you? Yes, of course. He brought you to me. I told him that if he failed... Convince you to come to me—that he would suffer in
0: unspeakable ways, pain that cannot be imagined. I said. And Temple and wanted no fucking parts of that, which which makes him, take the which makes Temple a piece pressure. of shit character of and a moon. coward. Some
2: other tasks.
0: Oh, my God, man. If it's not someone drag racing with a NOS tank up in their shit while I'm doing commentary, it's police sirens. We'll get you. But y'all know what I always say. Party never stops uptown. Just friends. Oh.
2: That I am the Gemini Lieutenant. Final
0: warning. Oh, final warning, huh? I guess you That's really mean the- it. I- What the guy saying ghosts, he said jumping in the bodies wipes you out. <laughs> maybe that maybe he's just got he's got fatigue from uh possessing all those catatonic old people. Still is a creepy ass notion though, like you're possessing the elderly people who won't even remember it in the morning. See, another Jim. Jack Corner.
1: Child's plain kind. By the morning, please. Jim, I
0: can't read this. Corner. K O R N. Looks a little car- Jack Corner right there. See you later, alligator. Come on, sweetheart. Let's go back to the Now anybody that picked up on that when they first saw it in theater, I'm pretty sure they were like, Holy shit, he's gonna kill that kid. Little Jack Corner. We hardly knew him. Well, how do you get out of here? I'm old friends. I'm old friends. I'm traveling man. Vivica Lindfers, who um was in Creep Show. That's really what I remember her from is Creepshow. She played Aunt Bedelia. She's the one that's drinking at the grave uh, at uh, Nathan's grave. She's like you bootlegger, killer murderer. Drinking jack Dan, getting fucked up at her father's grave and then she gets choked out. That shot right there, that, that is another creepy shot of her just peering in that doorway like that. And then, oh, god, damn, damn it, damn it. Then of course we get Mrs. Clelia crawling on the damn ceiling. Fuck. Just crawling on the fucking ceiling. she's crawling on the ceiling, Uh, Kinderman's just looking around, not paying attention, Vivica Linford's character, you know, uh, she just waltzed out of there undetected with a, you know, a nurse outfit on, and now we get blood spilling underneath the door. Yeah, she literally killed that nurse and uh, just waltzed up out of there, and Vivica Linford, man, she just, you know, nothing against the actress, um, She just looks creepy. I'm sorry, man. She does. My fucking dad just put me in a group chat. And if it's one thing I can't stand people, it's group chats. They're, They're cool sometimes, but... They get a little overwhelming.
3: Just toys. Is that a crime? after someone who you treat your own family like this. Aren't you leaving? Please leave. I cannot wait for you to leave.
4: Oh, you
2: are issuing a clear invitation to the dance. To the dance, to the dance, to the jury. The
0: they could have sampled that to the dance. To the dance. I'm telling you, man it. That... Now peep, she's talking to quote unquote Bill and he's trying to get through and the lines busy. So clearly she's not talking to him. Certain things they make you pay attention to in this movie so it can all make sense. But uh I don't care who she was talking to. That actress that is not her voice, man. See Vivica Linford, for she, she she she's just creepy. Danny's whip game is on a bean. I like that that's the same cop that was driving him around like earlier in the film. That's his trusty getaway driver. Yeah, he is gunning it. He like, she, they, they fucking with my family, man. They fucking with my family. Step on it. man like can y'all hear that growling in the music Kinderman's ready to blow my head off. Oh, hi, Dad. Mother, Daddy, home. <laughs> I love how he had his gun drawn, ready for war for whoever opened up the door, and the daughter just was, she opened she answered the door reading a magazine, and she looked at him like, oh, hi, Dad. <laughs> like, she know her dad is a gun. Oh, my lord.
3: Bill, what kind
2: of a nurse is this? I open the door for the woman. She faints. And then when she wakes up, she says, when is it bedtime? (laughs) Please
0: help me. It's a little early, isn't it?
3: Is it bedtime? So she's staying for dinner or what? It's okay, Daddy.
0: Fuck. Just pulled out them damn shears, man.
4: been waiting for
0: you, Lieutenant. Oh, my God. I wanted you to see this. Oof. Fuck. She almost took her noggin clean off. Damn, man. That grandma, the grandma pulled her away just in time for her not to get her damn skull lopped off her shoulders. (laughs) Now here comes the priest with the platinum blonde hair. Nice callback to the original how you know it's uh, apparently it's so cold in there you can see his breath when he talks when he breathes father morning stood no chance in the name of the <gasps> uh, uh, uh. look at his eyes man a bunch of serpents cobras and shit snake creeping up his back on his shoulder oh no 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 can't do it oh god Mm
2: -mm. Mm
4: -mm. I don't do snakes can't do it serpents Creeping up your spine, does not intertent. The sweaty murmurs of my rose, the human hearts
2: that I've taken into hell. I cast you out, unclean spirit, along with every satanic power of the enemy, every spectre from hell.
0: In the name of, our- he's saying, like, he should narrate, like, the opening of, <laughs> like. You know, like a, like a He-Man or, you know, like Masters of the Universe remake or something. It was in 1976 that this
2: happened.
0: Damn, he called him a author of pain? I should be so lucky. Oof burnt a hole in that man's Bible oh man now this really is like the only scene of gore in this entire movie like true gore oof
3: oh fuck
0: god
4: damn
0: oh man had to peel himself off the ceiling Now, if I'm Kinderman, there's no way I'm going to keep going back into this room. Like, the next time I go into that room, I would have to be damn well ready. Like, go in there with a firing squad. Nurse Yep, yeah, he has just turned Father Morning into fucking Two-Face. It's nasty. Yeah. Sonna just put some shells in that dude. Pray for me, Nanny. Now apparently not only is he possessed, but he uh, has telekinesis because he's throwing people all over the damn place.
1: I believe in disease. I believe in injustice and inhumanity and torture and anger and hate.
0: Now he is uh, perfectly describing 2020 right in now.
1: Murder. I believe in pain. Yep.
0: 20, I believe in cruelty 2020.
2: And infidelity. I believe in slime
0: and stink
2: and in every crawling, putrid thing, every possible ugliness and corruption, you son of a bitch! Preach, brother. I believe!
0: That's good shit right there. Uh that is not George C. Scott in that shot right there. Not this shot. But that shot right there. Now how do they not hear that down the hall? lightning striking from the damn ceiling opening up the hell mouth and shit this was just vicious man they showed a little black boy um thomas Kentry that they were talking about um in the beginning of the movie they show him with the with the uh the head of the christ statue and this painted in blackface now you see damien on the rowing oars crucified
2: you grow tiresome lieutenant and foolish save your prayers
0: this is a good shot too of um how the light beams back into the room and it shines on the priest's hand on Father Morning's hand and it twitches and then it shines on his crucifix.
2: Save your servant who trusts in you.
0: Faith. Faith, man. Damien.
2: Goodbye,
4: Lieutenant. Damien! Find
0: He's looking like a I- but I don't want to. I'm not a Catholic or Christian anymore. No!
2: Now now kill me now.
0: Damn. He had to tell he had to tell him right away, like look, man, strike while the iron's hot before this shit gets back inside me. oh man that's tough he had to watch him die in the first one now he's got to kill him in this one but how do you explain that like how does he explain it you know to the cops I know he is a detective but how does he explain it to the people in the hospital and the police because they filed a report you know they filed a report Everybody kind of looks depressed the next morning. Crazy, man, because, uh, you know, his grave was dug up. So it it really was (laughs) Damien Karras, man, because they went to Damien Karras' grave and you know, it, it wasn't there, or I don't know if that was, like, a sign that he wasn't there and it actually truly was Damon Karras' body that the Gemini Killer was going through, or if that was when they, like, buried him all over again after killing him, either way, people, of course it's a 10, y'all know it's a 10, it's actually a 12 for me, man, this is in my top 5 scariest movies ever, top 5 horror movies you know, uh, rest in peace. Shout out to George C. Scott, man, because he was an incredible, intense actor. Rest in peace. Shout out to everybody that, uh, you know, who's no longer with us. That was a part of making this film. But yeah, man, everything, everything works. Everything works. Like I said, the implication, the the the, the dialogue, the, the way that it was filmed, the casting, everything sales, man. And, you know, like I said, everybody can argue me down all they want to. While I think the first movie's overrated, the second one's trash. Uh, even though it did have Linda Blair for continuity's sake, the prequel's ass. This is where it's at, man. This is the, this is the best one, and honestly, I'm not gonna get a better exorcism film than this here. Which is one of the reasons why I'm not interested in that that genre at all, really. You know, is is nothing's gonna top this, man, because I feel like nowadays with those exorcism movies we get cheated a lot it's just a lot of jump scares that aren't earned you know that's one of the reasons why i love that the one jumps the one true jump scare they had in this movie is so effective that it just sticks with you when the movie's over and you know a little secret about me i to this day i hope that you know that person never walks up on me dressed in white with them garden shears that killed that nurse during that jump scare that's a scary ass image scary ass sequence but um the Lakers game is on people, and I know I missed a hefty sum of it, so I got to catch the rest of that. So we already know what to do, man. And if y'all don't follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast Breaker, and Radio Public, shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Meryl Tudor. Follow the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And last but definitely not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, to lovers, to supporters out there, man. Look. I hate to make it short, people, but like I said, the Lakers game is on, but I do, you know, love you guys, man, appreciate you guys so much, man, y'all keep me humbled, y'all keep me grounded and keep this podcast afloat, I always say that y'all are the pillars of this thing, keeping this thing, you know, rocking and rolling, and y'all already know the love and support that y'all show, I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some, so with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can, I'll check y'all on the
4: next one.